This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is it ever okay? FaceTime in public. 651-641-1071. That's the topic of conversation on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer did the morning show. Holly and I are hanging with you. Hey. Uh, the question is, is it ever okay to FaceTime in public? And the reason why I'm asking, and by the way, feel free to tweet us, email us, uh, just go to the MyTalk1071.com, Colleen and Bradley show show page and you can email us there or you can tweet me at uh, my talk Colleen and Holly I'm at Holly D Roberts um, so the question is is it ever okay to FaceTime in public because when I was on my little mini vacation uh, this past week with my family I noticed how many people will FaceTime it doesn't matter where they are and I I sort of feel like I'm eavesdropping on somebody else's conversation. So that's awkward, right? Because you yeah. can't really, you can, if you pop in your earbuds, you can have a, a private conversation or at least a one-sided, you know. But people don't do that. They, they on, at full volume, have a face coming out of their phone talking at them. Hey, so we're at, you know, Why? and I'm super excited. Like we, How's that sore? We were at... We were at Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, which uh-huh. I was so excited to bring the kids there. And this was like a major pilgrimage for our trip. The like, new Star Wars land. Yes. We, a big Star Wars fans in our family. We were super excited. And I cannot tell you how many people were walking around with their phones with somebody, some loved one, on the other end of it, while they FaceTimed, walking around with the phone on them, and like showing the person, giving them a tour of Galaxy's Edge. Now, on the one hand, I think, wow, I love technology that allows people to share these moments in this way. Yeah. On the other hand, yeah. I am thinking, I don't need to be privy to this conversation. Uh-uh. No. Is no. it ever appropriate no. to FaceTime in public? 651-641-1071. We oh. did get this email from Hannah. Hi, Hannah. She said, I don't have much of a voice right now. Otherwise, I'd call. And by the way, everybody, please wash your hands a lot oh, yeah. and take care of yourselves. There's some juice going, going around and we don't like it. No. Nope. Uh, anyway, she said I did. She said I wanted to weigh in because I do FaceTime in public. With that being said, I only do it when I need my husband's opinion or input and it involves items at the store. It's quicker to get a response than to take pictures and text. So I'm not facing time, facing time, FaceTiming just to have a chat. And it's only to my husband. And I always feel uncomfortable oh, doing Hannah, it. Hannah, you make, you make sense. I mean, that is we'll actually that a good point. One. It's a utility. If FaceTime yes. is utility and it's going to save you time, Hannah, 
Tip of the hat. And you know, I will will say in time sensitive times like that, you know, when you're like, say you're at the Home Depot and you've been tasked with picking out, you know, a new faucet or something like that. You're trying to have a nice little Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you have time. Yeah. But to take to it is it is easier to just have it on FaceTime for sure. Yeah. I feel like that is sort of the that is the free pass that everybody gets. Panda said, she tweeted at us and said, I would say it's okay to FaceTime in public if you're FaceTiming with a cute pupper. Hashtag show me your pups. I mean, okay, Panda. You guys are making sense here. But I guess, like, so that's fine. You're sitting in the park and you want to FaceTime with a cute pup. I understand. Dogs, I mean, dogs, cats, you know, you see a squirrel, that's fine. But the FaceTiming, Colleen, when I, this would have been like three or four years ago, but I took a vacation to South Beach in Miami and we're walking down the street yes. on like a Thursday night. And there are these groups of ladies who were walking down the street, busy street in South Beach, and they had the phone up yep. and they were FaceTiming each other. You got to get that good angle. You got to get that good angle. And I'm like, you are going to walk out in the intersection mm-hmm. and there are going to be things that nobody wants to see yeah. happen. So and it's going to be on yeah. FaceTime. Also, Pretty sure that I talked to somebody's mom when I was sitting in the airport in Palm Springs, California last year. I'm like, can just like the casual FaceTime right. conversations, they're already awkward enough. Like right. when my mom wants to FaceTime me and I'm like, I always angle it up to the ceiling. Right. Because I'm like, don't look at me. Right. Because then I have Let's to look talk. at myself. Let's just talk. Yeah. I the, the visual element's not important. Because that is the other thing about FaceTime oh. is you're, you know you're looking at the person you're talking to, but you're really checking yourself out. Oh, Julie's on the line. Hi, Julie. Julie, is it ever okay to FaceTime in public? I don't think so. I was at the gym the other day, and I was in the locker room, oh, and a no. lady was FaceTiming her son as she was walking in, and there I was changing, looking straight at him, and he was looking straight at me. No! Oh, that Julie, is so uh, rude! Did you say anything to the person who was FaceTiming their son? I I did after she got off the phone with them, but I, it caught me, and he's like, where are you, Mom? And I was just like, oh, my God. And then I kind of, like, went away to go and finish changing, and then I stopped her afterwards. And I'm like, you realize that's really not acceptable any time to have your camera out in the locker room. I agree with that, too. Julie, Julie thank you so much. I remember that happening one time. It wasn't a, um, it wasn't a FaceTime situation, yeah. but I, you know, Gym selfies are a thing, and I will catch people taking selfies in the mirror in the locker room, and I think, no, 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 put that away. Again, we do not need to document every single thing. Hashtag workout. Hashtag swole. Take a selfie (laughs) in the actual, even taking a selfie in the actual gym space, because I don't know about you, Colleen, but if I'm in a gym and I'm working out, I'm not really concerned about... The way that I look. Yeah, and nobody needs to see that. But at the same time... Not you, I'm talking about myself. (laughs) But at the same time, I really don't want that moment in my life to be documented and proliferated on social media, because you know that's what they're going to do. I think about that, actually, when... um, Because, again, this is all related to the first segment of the show, where I was sort of (laughs) lamenting about the fact that people don't connect with each other anymore. Yeah everybody's so attached to your phones. And I was noticing this while we were walking around in California, that people were taking video of everything. And I'm thinking I'm in these videos. 
Yeah. I'm, I didn't get to say, please don't. I would like to not be on film. Yeah. Well, that's the I thing. Don't, with, that, that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. And if you're walking around in public, you are fair game. I guess. That, that's, no, that's the law. It's well, genuinely that's like people, if you're walking out in public, people have the right to film to, you, to film or, you yeah. and, to, and to do your thing. And it is so awkward to walk past. I suppose on the one hand, it's is it is it no different than... You know, for example, if let's call her Sally. Sally's at yeah. Galaxy's Edge at oh. uh, at Disneyland, and oh, she's talking to her mom, Myrtle. She's yeah. like, "Hey, uh, mom, I know you can't ever make it out here, but I just want you to see it." And they're just having a conversation. I suppose if Myrtle were able to show up at Galaxy's Edge, we'd just be watching them have a conversation. But there's something odd to me about the disconnect of it being through the lens of your phone. Yeah, that that person is not physically there. On the one hand, what a wonderful thing that we have this capability of technology to be connected to people far away and be able to see them. What I'm saying here is I thought I was going to say, no, it's never okay. And suddenly I'm having a little grace about the situation (laughs) because I don't know what that person is dealing with. And I don't know, you know, if, if she's, FaceTiming her mom because her mom had a ticket to come but then got violently ill and oh, couldn't well, make it, you know? Who knows? Way to apply all this heart I, and logic and grace to the situation. Where, <laughs> hey, look, okay, so if you are going to FaceTime, let us just have a couple of ground rules. I don't want to be in the FaceTime video that you're sharing with your mom. Yeah, and I also, can we to. pop your Bluetooth earbuds in? Yes. Because then, because it's what's awkward about it is, in order for you to hear the person on the other end, you have to f- pump it all the way up to full volume. And then everybody can hear everything just so you can hear them. Is that a Wookiee? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just proper etiquette. Also, uh, yeah. be stationary when you're FaceTiming. Do not walk oh, down the street. Because that'll make people... Well, first of all, it'll make the other person vomit. Second of all... Nobody, no, I need your eyes on the prize. Where are you going? Walking forward. Oh, and one and another thing. Let's add it. Before we get to the next, this is just my, this is my PSA about crowds. And I am, I do not like crowds. Mm -mm. But if, if everybody can have a little personal mantra that they say before you get into a crowded situation, the mantra goes a little something like this. Other people will not be walking at my pace. I will be accepting of that, and I will take a moment to be mindful, and I will walk with the flow of traffic. Oh, you're way nicer, nicer than I am. Well, no, I have to do the mantra, yeah. otherwise I will throw elbows. I'm plowing forward. I no know. time for dawdling. Get going. I like to dawdling. take it as a message that that the universe needs me to slow down a, a little bit. <laughs> and I'll just be like, okay, I guess we're not getting anywhere fast. Let's just enjoy the scenery. I wish to have your grace. I don't always have it. Trust me. Again, I have to say the mantra. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's what we're watching live. Uh, You know, vacation. Hashtag watched some stuff. What did we watch? We'll tell you after this. stuff on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. He worked the morning show. He's not here. Holly and I are hanging with you. Yeah. And uh, we had our eyeballs on some television and movies. Here's what we were watching. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, Here's What We're, we're Watching Live. Live. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so in the last two weeks over the vacation, yeah. Holly, yeah. and you know me, I never, I don't go to movies, I don't have a lot of occasion to watch movies. You read the report of the reports. I watch the trailers <laughs> and then I give a review of them. It's great. But um, I'd be watching movies and we watched, two nights ago, we watched Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh! Oh, yes. Did you watch that one? I actually watched that movie a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so first of all, stars Shia LaBeouf. I was ready to just despise it. Yeah, because Shia LaBeouf, he's an acquired taste well, lately. And he's sort of had some stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think he's I think he's carving a way back. And I think that this is the because the other thing he has out now is that movie he wrote about his own life. Honey Boy. Thank you. And Shia LaBeouf stars as a version of his own dad. Right. In that movie. Which is a cathartic um, experience, no doubt. Not a man. Yeah, but Peter Butter Falcon, I feel like this was a, a, a great comeback role for him, just in terms of being taken seriously again as an actor. Also, Dakota Johnson is in this. Yes. And I'm really just used to seeing her um, in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> You're used to her so, getting, with sexy whips. Yes, exactly. This so, movie has nothing to do with sexy no. whips at all. Okay, so give, you know, give like a thumbnail synopsis of the of the movie, okay. Holly, if you can. So, Peanut Butter Falcon. Which is the worst name, by the way. Yes, but it, but it makes sense when you see the movie. It makes sense when you see the movie. So, this is about a young man uh, who has Down syndrome, and he is kept in an elder home by the state because he has no immediate family, no one to take care of him, but he's like, I don't want to be here. Right. I'm going to escape. And he does. Yeah. And then he's out because he wants to escape because he has dreams of being a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like that is his dream. That is his goal. He wants to do that more than anything, but he can't do it when he's staying in this elder home. So he escapes with the help of a friend, his roommate played by Bruce Durham, who's awesome, who's awesome. And uh, while he is out and about, you know, I think that he was like, well, I'm going to escape. But, well, what am I going to do now? Uh Well, Shia LaBeouf, who runs into a little bit of trouble himself, and they go into detail about that. uh, He encounters this young man and then he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to help you get to this wrestling school and make your dream happen. And it's just this beautiful story of love and acceptance. Yeah. And, um genuine, true caring for... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
other individuals regardless of what their life story is yes because or what their own personal challenges are right because everybody comes having to overcome certain stereotypes about yeah. themselves as Shia LaBeouf's character the lead character I'm sorry I don't know the actor's name uh, but even Dakota Johnson mm-hmm. who plays the woman who works at the elder home who is responsible for finding uh, our uh, escapee yeah uh, but she even has stereotypes that people put on her that she needs to overcome and it just I mean honestly my 13 year old watched it alongside side of us not the whole thing but it certainly was appropriate for him and there was some language in it oh. but nothing he hasn't heard from his mother in the kitchen you know so um but it just there it was such a heartwarming and and beautiful movie and i just i i cannot recommend it enough and honestly you know why we chose it because it was the length was good because when it gets to be late at night you yeah. don't you can't get all into a two and a half hour movie. This was a nice I ain't 90, got no time. A hundred minutes yes. at the most. Uh yes, this movie charming. Yeah. And it's nice to watch something that is a small story, but yeah. that has a big heart. To yes, it. absolutely. Yeah. Now the other movie, we just watched this just last night. We watched yesterday. And this is a movie, Holly. Oh my gosh, I love I just nobody else saw your face. I saw your face. Um, this is a movie, and you may have heard about it, but it's a movie that it's sort of a fantasy that imagines a world where the Beatles never existed. And um and it, it, in the story, there is one person who remembers the Beatles. An event happens and people's memories of the Beatles and other things are wiped clean. And he sees the opportunity. He's an aspiring singer-songwriter, but he's been real down on his luck. He sees the opportunity to take the Beatles catalog and release it as though it is his own. Um, and, you know, the story goes from there. But... What I loved about it, and Holly, you are a Beatles fan. Yes. You have not seen this movie. No. Okay. Do you have any desire to see this movie? No. What is so cool about it, but I feel like you already know this, is it punctuates the impact that the Beatles catalog has had on us culturally. And you, I think, as a Beatles fan, already know that. Yeah, but as a Beatles fan... I'm not here for covers of the Beatles music. Yeah. I like the Beatles themselves. Right. Performing the original stuff because rare is a time that anyone does any justice to a Beatles cover. So in that way, I'm like, I don't care about Ed Sheeran performing a Beatles song. And I just, uh, whatever. Ed Sheeran, by the way, is a is character it, it, or he plays himself. Yes. In the movie. Kate McKinnon is in the movie. But um, is it worth it to watch the movie? Because it got mixed reviews when it came yeah. out earlier this summer. Here's what I liked about it. So I'll throw this in there. To get the catalog of the Beatles music. Oh, you got paid. You got to pay. You got to pay. So they paid. My husband and I looked it up. I think they paid $10 million plus, Ooh. which was just about half the budget for the whole movie. Man. So sit with that for a second, okay? So already a small budget film. They blew the majority of it on the Beatles catalog. So you're saying that maybe that appears on the screen. You actually don't, you know, you think about it because you're thinking, how did they get all this music? And then you have to look it up and then you have this moment of, whoa, how much, wow, that was a lot of money. Um, But 
but I do what I like about it is the perspective. There's a little something for everybody. There's a love story in there. You get your Ed Sheeran if you're into that. But what I appreciate about it is this idea of imagining a thing that is not the world we live in in order to show us again how it, how important that thing is. So no, I don't think you need to see it. Like I said, you are well aware of why the Beatles are meaningful. Yes. But I liked it. And if you're looking for a short entertainer yesterday. Short and sweet movies from Colleen Lindstrom. That's it. Seriously, <laughs> I got nothing long for you. Well, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you watch that. That's I did a long watch movie. that. And that's a longer movie. And I could tell you about that at a different time. And I will because we don't have time right now. We'll Bye. come back. We have some D-bags to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Uh, every day at 1.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, did the morning show. He's not with us today. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. Uh, we like to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. And we have a name for those celebrities. The name is... Dibbert. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag, <laughs> Douchebag. of the day. Teabag. Who's your D-bag today? I'm going to, like, I'm calling out Radar Online, The Blast, and Yahoo Entertainment, all of whom are pushing this dumb story about Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. Okay, so here is the headline. I cannot do it with a straight face. Lori Laughlin, quote, learning prison lingo, reportedly hires expert for Max 45-year sentence. Oh, my God. And the story goes as follows. That's trash. Reportedly, according to a source, and I'm putting that in loose quotes, I think that's somebody who's bored at their desk job and was just trying to churn out some content for the Hollywood rags, says that Lori Laughlin is preparing for the potential 45-year sentence that she may be facing for her part in the Varsity Blues uh, college admissions scandal. Um, and she's done so by hiring uh, a consultant, somebody who can help her <laughs> learn how to live in prison. Quote, according to a source, she's knuckling down learning the lingo and practicing martial arts to give off the impression practicing martial arts yes. oh. to give off the impression she's tough and to ward off potential bullies oh. you want me to believe that the queen of the hallmark channel is tough in prison oh no okay. no it gets better oh prison Please. is going to be sink or swim and Lori doesn't intend to sit back and take the abuse without a fight um it goes on to say besides Besides the, <laughs> besides the physical training, she's getting lots of advice from prison professors on how to earn one's keep behind bars. It's a sure sign she knows deep down she's facing an inevitable stretch and will need to be prepared. She's been watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Okay. So I can't contain I know. the eyeball rolls. They're, they're just pouring out of my body right somebody now. Somebody sat down and wrote this hooey that... You want me to believe that Lori Laughlin has made use of people who consult on how to look tough behind bars. And also, in preparation, she's watching Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this isn't a role. 
this is real life, girlfriend. You did the crime. You're going to have to do the time. Uh-huh. Now, and no amount of martial arts no. is going to make you look tough, Aunt Becky. Honey. 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 Now, <laughs> I did go to Wikipedia, Colleen, mm-hmm. because the internet has information. I love the and internet. It's prison, catching on. Prison consultants are a thing. Oh, my God. And they provide newly convicted criminals with advice on how to cope and survive in unfamiliar surroundings of prison. Now, it seems that, like Lori Laughlin, they may advise white-collar and celebrity criminals. Consultants charge anywhere from several hundred to many thousands of dollars. Oh, honey, you already got yourself in trouble by paying money for something. Uh, such, such illustrious celebrities that have used prison consultants in the past include... Say Martha Stewart. Say it. Martha Stewart. Yes! Bernie Madoff, uh, Mike Tyson, yep, Michael Vick, mm-hmm. Leona Helmsley. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing, Colleen. Good news for anyone who wants to start a side hustle right. in 2020. Being a prison consultant requires no formal training or certification. No agency tracks these in the business. So we could essentially be prison. go to Lori Laughlin and be and, prison and say, consultants. Yeah. And be like, all right. I mean, I wonder. Maybe you, like, here's. <sighs> I wonder I just, if she's checking, you know, like checking I, in with her old friend Felicity Huffman. Like, hey, Felicity, how'd you get through this? Well, that's the story that they wanted to tell. Right. But here, Lori Laughlin, she did it wrong, and it's it too wrong. late. She can't unring the bell. That's the problem, is that she cannot go back and unring that bell. Felicity Huffman did the right thing. She admitted to it. She yeah. She took her punishment. All. You know, with some, I mean, you know, I don't think it was easy for her, but she got done with it and she's, that's behind her now. That's behind her. Look, we barely have even been talking about Felicity Huffman. She's off. I am assuming maybe she's on probation right now. Now, I will say that Lori Laughlin and Masamuji Anuli, her husband, are facing uh, much more severe Forty-five years. Forty-five years. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, the freshness of offering us this story is just. uh, But you know, remember also too, Lori Laughlin and her kids, Olivia Jade. At least Olivia Jade. They're side hustling the crap out of this thing. The whole header on people.com, whenever there's a story about the college admission scandal, has a picture of Lori Laughlin, Olivia Jade, and then the other one, Isabella, I think. Whatever her name is. Whatever her name is, she's staying out of the spotlight. And remember, last month, people.com wrote an article about Olivia Jade coming back to her YouTube channel. Breaking her silence. Breaking her silence, and then also breaking down the SpawnCon, where they provided links to all the products that Olivia Jade was talking about in her YouTube makeup tutorial. I mean, wouldn't it be rich if somehow Lori Laughlin is going to buy her way out of this prison sentence? Oh, I, oh. I mean, that's just... When is the... Uh, it's coming up. I think that the next the, time that Lori Laughlin is going to be in court is maybe sometime later this month. Yeah, I feel like it's on the back half of this month, like mid to late January. Yeah. We could also be making something up entirely. You know, whatever. It's in January. That's all you like need to know. Something is happening. All right. Don't worry about it. But she's got a consultant, you guys, and she's watching Orange is the New Black. I don't know. Maybe Scared Straight or Life Behind... What is it called? Life Behind Bars. There's other shows that you could be watching to prepare. Also, the the narrative has been all along. She doesn't believe she's done anything wrong. Yeah. 
wonder when her people are going to let that narrative Oof, go. I don't know. Okay. Yikes. Yikes. Who's your D-bag? Yikes. This journalist at Vanity Fair magazine. Oh, wow. We're really taking people to task. Today. We're taking people to task because <sighs> leave the children alone. Ooh, which children? Blue Ivy Carter. Oh. Leave the children alone. Yes. So here is why this journalist, Violet Luca, <sighs> and Kay Austin Collins, the two. Okay. Are my D bags? They're of the both day. on the list. Yeah, they're both on the list because they're dragging Blue Ivy Carter. She's seven years old. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave the children so, alone. There was a great photograph of Beyonce, her child Blue Ivy, and Megan Thee Stallion. She's a hip hop artist. Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion shared a photograph of the three of them that they took in a photo booth on New Year's Eve. It's cute. Like, there they are. Enjoying their New Year's Eve. Beyonce has a cute little top hat on because it's New Year's Eve and that's what you wear. Mm-hmm. So Megan shared this on her Instagram account. Well, then Vanity Fair critic Kay Austin Collins wrote in a tweet that has now since been deleted. Quote, Uh-oh. quote, I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy and I feel so sorry for her. Oh, rude. Rude. Then... Violet Luca, who is a editor for Harper's Magazine, replied, quote, or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16 a la Kylie Jenner and we'll all have to pretend that she always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich. Ugh. That tweet has also since yeah. been deleted. I don't, again, anything that starts with, it reminds me of, honestly, and this is not a political thing. This is just a thing. Yeah. The way that people dragged Chelsea Clinton. Uh-huh. And that was before social media. Yeah. People were not kind. Yeah. Um, when she was a young lady and her father was in the office of the president. And people talked about her appearance in such a sick and sad way. Um, and, and there's a tendency, and I, you know, I'm drawing a blank with other celebrity children who have been, you know, talked about poorly for their appearance it is that is morally reprehensible yeah rude that's rude to say the least to say the least yeah Yeah. it's like look blue ivy is a seven year old girl and uh be mindful of what you say Mm -hmm. just in general but specifically about children now both of these journalists eventually apologized uh you know they wrote out on twitter uh k austin collins wrote the first tweet that we read uh quote i'm sorry about the blue ivy tweet bad joke and black girls in particular deserve better and then he responded later to somebody calling him out saying no you're right poor form on my end thanks all for calling it out so at least they're owning the crapitude of that tweet being like you know what that was dumb i said something dumb I need to do better. So they apologized for that. And Violet Luca said her tweet was, quote, petty, but seemed to feel the responses she received were dramatic. <gasps> so kind of shaming people for having an opinion about her opinion. So she said, quote, sorry, I was cleaning my apartment while this blew up. Children of famous ought to be off limits, but time and again, they haven't been. So I said something petty and have been called ugly, old and racist. She said. I will say this is one thing I will say Yeah, about the way that social media self corrects. Yep. Oftentimes uh, when somebody has said something that, that is ill advised and cruel, it is okay to call them out without committing the exact same 
misstep. Yeah, you could just call them out and be like, hey, guys, that was rude. That was we really don't do rude. that to yeah. kids, okay? But you don't have to then take the other person's character or their appearance or their age or their social status or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to make that the... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. That part of your response? Yeah. That doesn't... That does. That's not going to get you the results you're looking for, right? And then that person, Violet, followed up with the tweet. I'm not playing the victim. Sorry that I insulted Beyonce's daughter by suggesting that she might get plastic surgery someday, like many children of famous people do. So then, not even it just could have been like, you know what? That was tacky. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, but kind of almost doubling down on the fact, like, well, basically, I'm pointing out the obvious in that last phrase. Well, it's like, well, I'm just pointing it out. We do. We, oh. we do have a tendency. To not be able to just say, I said something dumb. That was really dumb. (sighs) I don't know what came over me, uh, but now I know better and I will do better. Yeah, that's it. That is enough of an apology. You do not have to double down on your D-baggery. And also, if you are a person who is a D-bag fighter, you do not need to fight fire with fire. Exactly. You can just say, I don't think, I maybe, maybe. Maybe. Hey, let's not bring the kids into it. Okay? Yeah. Let's not yeah. bring the youth. Or just like, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, you probably don't realize how awful that was for these reasons. Yeah. That's and then move on with your life. That's all. Anyways, 2020, let's all just be nicer. Put your phone down and be nice. Yeah. Be kind. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a publicationship we have to cover Woo-hoo! because it is, you know, Thursday. So we have to <laughs> it's talk. A, it's a day of the week. It is. So we have to talk about a relationship for the purposes of publicity. Today, the relationship we shall talk about is Modi. What is a Modi? A Modi is a Miley Cyrus and a Cody Simpson. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. We love to talk about publicationships on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. He did the uh, morning show this morning, so he is not with us right now. But Holly and I are here with you yeah. until 3 o'clock today. And uh, what is a publicationship, Holly? A publicationship is a relationship in service of celebrity. And what is a Modi? A Modi is a Miley Cyrus and a Cody Simpson. Okay, so we have a Modi update. Yes. Uh, and what is the update? Uh, this is an exclusive to Page Six, oh. Colleen. Oh, they must have some real information. They sure do, and it came right from Cody Simpson mm. because he told Page Six exclusively that he and Miley Cyrus are, quote, great, 
after Page Six's reporting of his holiday flirting last weekend. So that oh, flirting, yes. taking you back about a week and a half ago, uh, before Christmas, were these pictures and the story that Page Six published that Cody Simpson was kissing other ladies, smooching mm-hmm. them at a bar in New York City. And Cody Simpson was spotted out and about with a Playboy model that same weekend, mm-hmm. which led us to speculate Oh, maybe they're setting us up for the easy fade out. Mm -hmm. Cody Simpson is smooching other ladies. Miley Cyrus is tweeting about sad Christmas songs and and being sad during the holiday season. So that's like the perfect positioning. Right. For the breakup of this publationship. Easy in, easy Easy out. out. (laughs) Well, apparently he's doubling down on the relationship. And he told Page Six he has a great Christmas out in Nashville and that he and Cyrus are great. And that page six is reports of his flirting are quote stupid. Okay, so um, that's stupid. A couple things. Number one, Dumb. I'm revising my uh, view on the two of them uh-huh. because the truth is, I don't think that Cody Simpson has gotten everything he needs to get out of this publicationship. Sure, he still has work to do, and honestly, <laughs> she does too. Yeah, I mean, they still do need each other. Here's what I think happened. I Please think he got me. a little sloppy. Oh. Yep, I think it was kind of a Justin Timberlake situation. Yeah. Where he got a little sloppy, he paraded, he got a little cocky, and he paraded his, you know, his desires out in front of the cameras a little too much. Yeah, eating other people's faces that were in yeah. Miley Cyrus's face. He got a little sloppy, and, and then when it, when it got called out, I think that uh, the Cyrus family compound pulled him in, and they were like... Get over here. We have to make good on this. Just like in Mortal Kombat. Get over yes, here. get over here. You got to come to Nashville. You got to sit down and you got to answer for what you've done. And then you have to be the one to smooth things over. You must atone. Yes. For this publicationship sin. I seriously think that's what happened. I think that somebody got a hold of him and said, Cody, you can't, you cannot afford to be sucking face with Playboy models right now. Later, you can do that, but you gotta get you gotta let this publish. There will be plenty of Playboy mouths to suck. Yeah, that ain't that the truth. Now, <laughs> but you gotta let this publicationship do the work for you. Yeah, well, it see, I don't know where Miley Cyrus celebrated New Year's Eve. Uh, what I do know is that Miley Cyrus posted a video on Instagram and did her whole like, this is what I've been doing the past 10 years video thing. She said it was a decade video. Hashtag New Year starts now. She's been using that on her Instagram account. Uh, but Cody, Sims- she very much, by the way, yeah. I don't know. I mean, she she has her own brand going on. You know, at any given time, she will thematically use hashtags. Yeah. Remember Hot Girl Summer? Yes. That's the thing she was using when she and Caitlin Carter were doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, and now what Which is wasn't it? even her hashtag no. to begin with. That she was stole it from somebody else. From Megan the Stallion. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But she does grab a brand and then she pushes that out. Yes. Well, right now she's pushing out her tongue. Okay, that's a new. That's not a new thing. That's not a new thing. She's uh, when the tongue comes out. That's when we know we're going to get some crazy new music and some attention grabbing. Uh, behavior. Well, it seems like we're par for the course because the last thing that Miley Cyrus put on her Instagram account is New Year, New Era, hashtag Happy Blank and New Year. She has her fingers up and her tongue is out. No foam fingers. Actual fingers attached to her hand. So she's getting ready. But that's the whole thing. And I think the reason why Miley Cyrus is indulging in a publicationship is because Miley Cyrus released an EP earlier this mm-hmm. year 
didn't really do anything. Didn't do much. You know, Miley Cyrus has released music, and this was kind of a trend in 2019 anyways, where artists were releasing all this new music, but we weren't paying attention to it. I look right. at Katy Perry as one person in particular as well. She released all these singles. They didn't really go anywhere, chart anywhere, right. get any kind of traction. Same with Miley Cyrus. So it's like, how can I get people to pay attention to me? Well, it's going to be through this publicationship, which is the function of a publicationship right. is to get attention. Now, I will say that Cody Simpson spent his new year, page six would have you know exclusively, at Surf Lodge's Aspen Outpost. And he was at the Snow Lodge. So the mm. Surf Lodge is a place out on Long Island where celebs like to hang out. It's real cool and casual, but it's really like edgy too. the Surf Lodge. Well, he was out in Aspen at the Snow Lodge and he was hanging out with Evan Ross and Ashley Simpson. They spelled Ashley Simpson wrong in the press release. Oh, thanks. Two E's. Yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholson's son, Ray, and all of the Kennedy children. Oh. Yeah. Including, but not limited to... Finbar, Max, and Cheesy Shriver. Stop it. That's a nickname. Cheesy Shriver. <laughs> Wait, it's, what are you... That's a nickname, right? I don't know. Who's Cheesy Shriver? Or, or oh, I think... Oh, oh, bless their heart. Okay, okay. this is another air on page oh, six. This part, because okay. the person's name is actually... Chessie Shriver. Oh, and they wrote uh, cheesy. And they wrote oh, cheesy. Man. No. Oh, that is delicious. Well, there's a picture. Yeah, of, cheesy is delicious. I mean, it is. And if it's melted on toast, <laughs> oh, I mean, can you? Better. Well, Chessie, cheesy Shriver shared a photograph of herself in Aspen. Oh. You know, she's just one of those uh, people that uh, we only care about because of nepotism. Exactly. Uh huh. So, so to the publicationship's point, this fake relationship between Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson to what you were saying earlier in the segment, Colleen, they had some crisis management to do with Cody Simpson out smooching somebody in New York. It's like, get your buns over here to Nashville, spend the holidays with us afterwards. We don't care what you do. Yeah. Go and and party with cheesy and Ashley Simpson with an EY. I just can see how that, you know, how that went down at Cyrus mission control. Oh yeah. Get him over here now. I mean, it almost is like it's like Kardashians, but less scary. Yeah, it's Kardashians, but slightly disnified. Yeah, like somebody get Cody Simpson on the phone. Cody, you're going to need to. What are you doing? He can't be smooching the Playboy models. Now you got to come out and do your time here in Nashville. So people think everything's okay. Right. Also, I love that his best statement was it's all stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Okay. Well, okay. don't worry about Modi. There's still a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you even were worried, I, I they do still have some business to finish. So don't worry. We're still going to find out Cheesy what Shriver. Bar Bardo and Bandit Bandit and Bardo is. Uh, maybe we can check in with Cheesy Shriver. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've kind of heard a little bit about Gabrielle Union's uh, Uber driver paying a little visit to a restroom. Do you have any rideshare horror stories of your own? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.